As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 2, Season 18. This is Cozy One Podcast. My name is Shan. I am the mama of the girls. Who taught my parents healthy love? I am Mama Shan, and this is a sensitive topic. And this is just a disclaimer to, you know, get your headphones, you know, get your, uh, your, um, speakers down low, wherever you are. But it's going to be a great show. I did have a lovely conversation with my mom for this episode so I'll be inserting that in here but I wanted to talk about this because love can be a mood swing healthy or unhealthy and when it comes to our parents and who raised them we did not choose who loved them as a kid by default good or bad our parents were raised on that and in time had children and raise those children from what they learned and what they did not get. So I asked, who taught my parents and your parents about healthy love and what that looks like? This is Cozy One Podcast. Let's chat. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. The way we love ourselves, others, and appreciate people stem from how our parents did and did not show up in love for us listen to this snippet of my mom and i talk about it just a little bit so the episode is called who taught my parents healthy love since you're the only parent i have a i have to ask you who taught you the correct way to love somebody or love yourself? Wow, that's hard. Because I think my father, my mom was not a loving person. My mom was mean. Um, she was not compassionate at all, but my father was compassionate. So I learned how to love from my father how he was he was tender hearted and kind he was kind hearted and very tender um and he never let much not much bother him so he was very laid back and quiet and loving 
quite the opposite from my mother. So. Okay. Question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever asked your mom what, were her, what was her parents like? Yes. Her mom was very mean to her. Um, her mom had 14 children. Mm. Before my mom came along, she lost six sons. Okay. Um, they died consecutively. Okay. One after the other. And then my mom was born and she was very distraught because she didn't have a, all the boys she had died. So she had two girls older than my mom and then all the boys she had in between there died. And then my mom came along. So she was very depressed and distraught. And after she had my mom, when my mom was, she said, when, when, when she started walking, she left and left her with her father. So her father used to take her to the field with him because he was a farmer. So she never get love from her mom. So she never learned how to love. Um, she wasn't tenderhearted because she was, she grew up like she felt abandoned. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find this out till I was way up in my teen years. So that's why she was mean <laughs> and was not loving. So then after her mom came back, yeah. then she came back, I think, pregnant with auntie because auntie, her sister, wasn't her husband's child. Okay. But he raised her anyway. So after she left her, she came back home and she came back home pregnant with another baby, had that baby, and she stayed. But um, my mom never feel love from her grandmother, from her mom. So she never learned how to love. So that, that kind of trickled down in the family. Mm-hmm. So when I was young, I see how my mom was. I tell myself, I never want to be like that. And I know I always say, I'm going to have 12 kids and I'm going to be the best mother ever. I'm not going to beat my kids and I'm going to love my kids. So, um, out of desperation, I chose to be a loving person because I didn't want to be like my mother. I wanted to be the opposite of her. Mm. <clears throat> Did you ask your dad what his parents was like? Yes. My father said his, his father was a mean person, but his mom was very loving. His mom died when he was 16. She had, she, she had, um, what they call back then the consumption, mm-hmm. but it was tuberculosis. Which is what? It's a, it's like a lung disease. Okay. And she died from that, um, when he was 16 and his father was really mean and his father used to beat up on his mom. So his aunt, Aunt Tessman raised him, took that, took him, mm-hmm. um, Took the three boys, cause he was there. He was three brothers of them. After the mom died, they lived with Aunt Esmen until, but Daddy stayed. The other boys left and went on their way. The older ones, and he lived with Aunt Esmen, and she sent him to trade school, and that's how he learned to be a carpenter. Mm. So, so. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Do you feel like do you do you feel like you taught your kids how to love or be loved properly or love themselves? I don't know because I I don't know because um throughout my childhood mm-hmm. and my early my throughout my childhood I was um molested and abused by two of my brothers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And um, when I turned to my mom for help, she used to just shun me away. And when I complained, she told me I talk too much. Shut up, you talk too much. Don't repeat none. Mm-hmm. Don't, she didn't want me to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I kept everything inside. And I try my best to love my kids. So I don't know. And I ask, I ask my kids all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, was I a good mom? And I always get the answer, yes. Was I a good mom to you? Yes. Um, but I, I'm concerned about that a lot because I know I had to leave my kids, my three older ones in Jamaica when I left. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I left when I left Jamaica and left my boys. I didn't leave to stay away. I was supposed to stay away for um uh, for three three to six months mm. my trip and go back, but when I went to Canada to stay with my cousin, she took my documents and she disappeared and abandoned me with her kids. Mm. So I got stuck in Canada, with her kids, her three kids, mm-hmm. and she took my passport and all my travel papers and disappeared. So I got stuck in there and she never come back for 
six months and um, when she came back that December because I went to Canada it was in June and she didn't she disappeared with my papers and never show up till December and when December comes she show up I still didn't get my papers so I called my uh, my sister said um send somebody to to get me so she's gonna take me to my cousin and they'll try and get my papers which was a lie they smuggled me this cousin that i thought i was going to mm -hmm. this lady so was supposed to pick me up take me to my cousin oh mm -hmm. she picked me up but she was smuggling me across the border so i smuggled across the border canada to america without no documents and my <coughs> sister bev every day threatened me when i tell her i want to go home Say, I can't because they lock me up because I have no documents. And she threatened every day. She threatened me every day that she's going to turn me into my immigration. If I, because uh, I used to work and she pimped me. I used okay, to work. Okay, pause. Wow. Yeah. And this is why I get frustrated with people I'm related to because yeah. it's all of this foolery, drama, uh -huh. as if everybody's hands is clean right. and why people are in the predicament, the mindset and the, um, just stagnant emotional state yeah. that is blanketed by comfort because the reality is Healthy family is not supposed to put you in a predicament right. to where you are stuck, to where you are physically, mentally, emotionally disturbing peace for someone else's children. And that is why I don't deal with a lot of people who are comfortable not addressing certain things that they did. Uh -huh. um, and that's why I don't introduce my kids to them because what's the point? Um, I feel like, I don't feel like anybody was like, Chantal, this is the correct way you're supposed to love yourself. I don't feel like anybody said, Chantal, this is the correct treatment. You are supposed to accept what you're not going to accept. Uh -huh. And I, I've never, I don't feel like I've grown up with a good example of what a healthy relationship looks like. Right. Because even your grandmother and your, your um, even my grandmother, my grandfather, I feel like that relationship was very lopsided. Yeah, it was. Um, which made me automatically defiant, not because I wanted to be defiant, but because I had to protect myself from that stale thinking mm -hmm. and how people treated each other. Um, and I feel like it's very important for me to set up a visual and a verbal example with my girls yeah. of what treatment should be accepted, who should be accepted, and what is not supposed to be tolerated. But a lot of people today, fast forward, have this perception of because you would rather not have a body 
in your home that is of the opposite sex to being an example to your children as what a relationship looks like, you're kind of like setting them up for failure or you're not setting them up to feel like they need a man. And I don't feel like that's true. I feel like, I feel like, even your relationship with my dad, I feel like this is what I feel like my dad. My dad never should have ever been married to anybody. Right. My dad was a man who, unfortunately, I can't ask him how he was raised. I can't ask him what his parents was like. But I feel like he was an, a mirrored example of how he was brought up by default. Yeah. Right? And I don't think it's his fault, but I do feel like people around my dad knew who he was, knew his personality was not going to change, but felt like they can deal with him in a boundary. Mm-hmm. And people like my dad, where I feel like Ari's dad is kind of like that too, where I'm not saying you shouldn't date. You could date. But as far as like relationship, I don't feel like you need to be in a relationship because there are deeper issues with yourself that yeah. you are not addressing. Yeah. And how you treat people, how you speak to people, um, does not get to be manipulated for your benefit only. Yeah. And my dad should have only dated, lived in his house by himself, um, did whatever he wanted to do, went wherever he wanted to go, and not can't get married. Not even not get married. He should never have gotten married, but he was one of those people where I feel like some men and women are just a good time. You are born to be a good time. And you are born Aya, open the door. You are born to be an example of what you possibly shouldn't do. Um and that's it. And because of that, I had to stop having relationships with people because it just feels empty. It feels empty when you know you can't grow with somebody. It feels empty when you know that person doesn't have your best benefit um, and you can no longer pour into them in this limited box that they give you. Um, so me being by myself is like, I have extra work to do where I don't want my girls to feel like they shouldn't have a man that is loving and caring around them, but I have to always personally pick. Yeah. Yes. You didn't have to give me that. Did you open the door? Who up? Who was it? Come get this box off this bed. It's dirty. Hi. Hi, Ari. Come on, I'm recording. Wait, you are? Don't have that nowhere but at the table. Close this door. I feel like I have a a, a personal job to... Um, to make sure the examples that my kids see 
whether it's like a friend that's a male, their dad's um, is very like particular to the point where I sometimes I feel like people checking on me because what I do they could never do. Right. I feel like some people checking on me to see if I gave up. And I just gave in. And I'm just like, anybody, somebody, yeah. you know? Um, but at the same time, I'm very random on purpose telling my girls, I'm exhausted today or I'm tired today or I'm irritated that I can't fix, fix this. I wish I did have a man that I could be in a relationship with that was healthy, that was helpful to help me. And I said, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being in a relationship with a man, but there is something absolutely wrong with being in a relationship with a man and you're still struggling and he's comfortable sitting, watching you struggle. And I don't want my kids to feel like my job is to look pretty, get older and find somebody rich. And then my problems will be fixed because that's not true. I want them to understand that being in a healthy relationship is very rewarding, if it's rewarding. But always I have to make sure I'm in a mind state, a mentality to be ready and able to do it myself. And a lot of people feel like when women talk about being ready, prepared, and willing to do it themselves, they're talking about their anti-man. Yeah. Okay. Um, last question. Um Do you feel like healthy love requires balance? Yes. Okay. Do you see the pattern with your mom's parents, your mom and your dad and you? Because there's a pattern on both sides. I just want to see if you caught it. Okay. The pattern is... The pattern is that my parents settled in a relationship. Even though um, it wasn't... To me, from where I was looking at, it wasn't a healthy relationship. Because my mom was not, my father wanted to be affectionate. My mom pushed him away. And so he he stayed in it. He stayed married because they were married and he wanted to care for his children. But it wasn't a loving, healthy relationship. It was not. Okay, pause. From what you told me, I'm going to tell you the pattern. The pattern is... When people are brought up a certain way, they think going the polar opposite is the answer. Mm -hmm. And it's not. And even though your mom was brought up a certain way and her mom did what she did, um, and even though your dad was brought up a certain way and um, his mom did what she did, or his dad was how he was, when they grew up and they could meet somebody, Mm -hmm. they chose their parent that did them dirty. And with you, I feel like because your mom was mean, uh-huh. 
I sick her for somebody that was me. Right. To see if it was something within you that you could correct them. Yeah. And that I feel like when you're a parent, your responsibility is to work on yourself first. Uh-huh. It's not to, well, I know I have problems. Let me put me to the side and let me show up for this person, this person, this person. Because I am not just you. I am also my dad. But there are there are traits that I take from both of y'all. Mm-hmm. But the traits that I get from you, I'm super guarded on. Mm-hmm. Because I know people are very manipulative. Mm-hmm. And people will use your niceness, your giving, mm-hmm. um, and you, your trusting. Mm-hmm. And so for me... I don't give people chances because I feel like character never changes. It just finds another way to hide it. Mm-hmm. And so when I see somebody's character, I'm just like, okay, this is a limit for you. There's no, even though we talked about it, even though you apologize, I don't care about apologies. Apologies mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. They can't correct it. They can't erase nothing. So, um, for me, it's more so I use the traits I get from my dad and how I deal with people, how I do business, and um, how I protect myself um, in preparation. I use my traits from you to make sure the people that do show up for me, the people who I do love and I consider, and they also consider me, that's when I'll reciprocate. Uh-huh. I think the issue with you is I don't think anybody ever told taught you how to reci- okay. re- protect your niceness, uh-huh. but also learn when to reciprocate. Uh-huh. I think by default, because your mom was how she was, and you spent more time around your mom because of how your father worked. I you felt like I need to be the polar opposite. Right. And the polar opposite is what had you in a lot of different predicaments with many people to take advantage of you. Because let me be in Canada and somebody has my paperwork. I'm going to treat you like a complete stranger and say to to whoever I need to say, my information was stolen. And let my sister get me across the border and have me in a position where I cannot be a mother, how I need to be a mother, and threaten me every time I need to be where I need to be, we would never have a relationship to this day. And it's and it's those things where I'm just like, being a parent is definitely about being loving, but it's definitely about disciplining, showing your kids that you have a boundary that people can't cross, and is also about being the example of what they should allow and what they should never allow. Mm -hmm. And I think for the longest time, I'm glad I got brothers so I could see them all mess up in relationships. And the whole time, I've been very picky to the point where when I explain to people that I've only dealt with seven men on purpose and I am 35, they are very surprised by that. But at the same time, I don't feel like people deserve your presence unless people deserve your presence. And that same mentality, I hope to God that my children have because 
they'll be better off than having 20 experiences with 20 different people and they never learn a lesson from this one to that one to this one. Right. Um, so, yeah. The the episode is Who Taught My Parents Healthy Love? Because I feel like a lot of why today's kids have no integrity, don't care, do whatever, and now allow people to treat them however and keep showing up and thinking me showing up is going to change something is because they're not seeing their parents be in healthy relationships. They're seeing their parents take on projects and try to fix people who don't want to do their work. Right. So that was the episode. Um, this is just a snippet. I'm going to still do my episode, but I wanted to ask you those questions. In the case of my father, he was a loving um, provider, but he worked a lot because my mom never worked up. And I think he chose to work away because my mom was always so angry. And I think he was afraid of her anger. So he chose to work far away from home so he's not home every day. But do you see how that didn't do a benefit to y'all? No, you're right. It didn't benefit us. And that's why I keep telling people, even though you're married, you can still be a single mother in a marriage. And your mother, even though your 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 parents were married, she, she was, was a single, a single mom. Yeah. yeah. And then for the longest, with all of our dads, you were a single mom. Yeah. And Always so and so for me, I'm just like, if I gotta do it all and be single, great. But I will never do it all and be in a marriage. That's why when I left Tom, I didn't get back in a relationship at all. But at the same time, you did me a disservice. Because that whole time, I never seen a healthy relationship. Right. The only relationship I've seen you in is the one with him. And that's when I was like, absolutely not. And, right. and still to this day, if you catch me on the wrong week, I'll be like, no, I'm not getting married. Right. Because I get to see... Not the marriages of your time. I get to see the marriages of this time. And I'm right. just like, absolutely not. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a person where I don't care. I don't care about a wedding. I've never envisioned myself in a wedding dress. I don't care about um, letting the world know I'm married. I never want that either. So when I got married, I didn't have a wedding. And, I, and I don't care about... Showing my relationship to people. Even all, all of the relationships I've had, I probably only took pictures with four of them. And I don't know where those pictures are. And I don't care. But the society that we live in is kind of like, oh, you got married, let me see the ring. Right. Oh, you got married, let me see what he looked like. Oh, you got married, let me see what he drives. Oh, he got married, That's how much money he weighed. And yeah. that doesn't matter because people put on a show yeah. For whoever wants to see and go home and be complete monsters to yeah. people, yeah. but your life looks nice. And I don't care about my life looking nice. I care about someone who's equally prioritizing their peace over anything. A man who is equally taking care of the kids he already has. Because if a man is not a father already, I can't do nothing with you. Right. All right. It just doesn't make sense. Um, and I'm not living with a single man. 
I don't care how long we've been together. If we're not married, we will not be under one roof. If we're not married, my kids will not wake up and see no man in my house. Right. Because a lot of people spend so much time pouring into a, a relationship with a single man looking for marriage possibilities and it's not there. Because men don't see no reason to marry a woman that's just going to do the same thing she already been doing just to be married. And you do not have to be married to a man in order to be the person that has a say if he's sick, if he can't speak for himself. You do not have to be married to a man to be the um, part owner on a business or an asset. It's just documents. This whole idea of a marriage is going to fix it is incorrect. I had a conversation yesterday with um, some people on Instagram under this post where they keep saying all these stats of like, you know, how kids turn out in a single mother home and they're not bringing up a single father and mother home. And all of that lack of accountability paints a picture like women end up raising kids by themselves because of them. Um, so I talk about all of this on purpose and I and I say certain things to my girls to make them understand that I'm purposely not choosing not to have somebody. It's just that I purposely I'm guarded with my time because that's the most expensive thing we got. Yeah. And so um that's what I wanted to ask you that. And I'm gonna go record the rest of the episode because I got four more to record. Let me go take off our jacket. I wish my dad was alive so I can ask him the same questions. My dad died when I was eighteen. I never went to the funeral. Um shoot. Whoever made the pamphlet for the funeral spelled my name completely wrong. Um, Truth is, in my mind, for protection, for um, sanity reasons, for just focusing on what I needed to focus on at the time, I mentally killed my, my dad when I was 15 so I could live. And at 15... I wanted our relationship more than he did. And it was very depressing to understand that there's an adult that helped create me, but still 15 years later cannot figure out how to show up for me. And I don't know who taught my father love, who taught him affection. Um, But I know that had a big impact on how he showed up for me and didn't show up for me and who teaches us care, love, and emotional honesty is very important. Your mindset gets built around that consciously and unconsciously. Hold on. Let me get this call. Thank you for tuning in to this one woman show, one woman podcast. My name is Shan and I am the bomb of the girls. And if you would like to know more about me and these podcasts, check out shanbpodden.com and my TikTok. Hey guys, I hope that you're enjoying the show. This is Cozy One Podcast and I just want to let you know that there is show merch. Where? Cozy Womb Shop with Teespring. 
And don't forget to check out the podcast books on lulu.com. Now back to the show. Assuming your parents know everything isn't smart and it's unfair. We are all imperfect and have to keep unlearning and learning to get better. Our parents can be so stubborn and egotistical when it comes to accountability on how they raised us and moments where better decisions could have been made. And I try to do my best of showing my kids balance on this is what I chose to do. This is why I chose to do it. And even when I mess up, being aware and letting them know where I messed up and what choices I made that. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. May make their life a little bit more difficult now. And I think love is just like a plant that requires the right attention, the right kind of dirt, the right atmosphere, the right amount of watering and nurturing. And you can take care of a plant more if you understood where that plant came from, what it needs to be its best. If you look at how you can do it better, read up on how you can be better based on what you already know. The worst thing you can do as a parent is assume you know it all and there's much more to know. So just keep that in your mind. Now that I'm a mom, I have to choose to show up better regardless of what I got or didn't get as a kid. And that right there requires me to do my work. It requires me to be humble in respecting certain results and I have to let go of that ego and that pride and I feel like our children should have a better upbringing than we did. We should be the storytellers, the guide, and the bridge to a way for them to succeed better than we did. 
too many parents are really jealous of their kids not having the issues they had as a kids or the lack they had. And I think those parents need to go to therapy. The parents that sit on social media and, you know, discipline their kids for the public for video, um, cut their daughter's hair on video and chastise them and belittle them. You need to go to therapy and you need to learn to heal. My daughters can question me as an adult because that's how kids learn. Just teach your kids how to question out of respect. Our parents had um, questions growing up and they were silenced. My kids will not be silenced. And um, you should ask your parents about who taught them love, who showed them healthy love, who taught them how to love themselves. And I bet you'll learn a lot about why things played out like they played with you. My name is Shan. I am the mama of the girls. This is Cozy Womb Podcast. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can on the Red Circle donation link in the show notes. Please stay cozy and I'll check with you on Monday. All right, guys, it's time for two table topic questions. The stack that I have is called do-it-yourself therapy. Check out tabletopics.com for card options. Okay. So the first question I have for myself to answer is, do you need to be more optimistic or realistic? I think in order for me to not see the glass half empty in romantic relationships, I need to be more optimistic. I think in reality, I need to be more realistic for my safety because I am a woman and I am a brown skinned woman and a single mother. So yeah. Next question. How often do you let the little stuff get in the way of the big stuff? A lot. Because I feel like sometimes the big stuff can be an illusion of peace if you caught the little stuff early. Don't let that go over your head. 